Hello and welcome to the Run With Ellie live show, the show that brings you stories from your everyday runners to professional athletes and other specialists in the running community who all share a common passion for the sport. I'm your host, Coach Allie. I hope my podcast can help you change the way you live and the way you move so in the long run, you're able to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle that you deserve. The purpose of this podcast is to promote the love of running. Throughout my experience speaking with the individuals in the running community, I've found that many of us seek acceptance and relatability in some way, shape, or form. On Run With Alley Live, I tie together the common pain points and solutions through the stories told by the special guests on the show. Each individual has a unique running journey and shares how running impacts the mind and body in the sport and outside of it, both mentally and physically. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in right here weekly for new motivational episodes with special guests to inspire you to change your life for the long run. Thank you once again for joining us on Run With Ally Live. Please don't forget to support the show and our special show guests by clicking on the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you choose to listen to the show on. Hello, it is June 10th and I am just having a really chill night, enjoying something again. Hope you are doing the same. And today I'm going to talk about the long run and basically the importance the long run taught me in training for a marathon and how using the long run really enabled me to finish a marathon and realize certain things I was capable of that I completely doubted myself um, from before doing it. So sorry if I'm a little disheveled. I had a bit of a tough workout today and I'm just a little sleepy, but bear with me here. So the long run, who is it for, what to do for it, when to do it, where it goes in a training run, why it's the most important training staple in any marathon training program, and how to progress yourself to become your strongest running self. So we're going to start out with today. So who it's for, for anybody training to run any sort of distance, especially a marathon. Now, the long run, there, you know, there's a 80-20 rule and, you know, there's 90-10 rule that the long run should be a portion of your overall running volume. I truly believe that it should be, it should start out as almost a middle distance long run. So if you start out at 15 miles a week, um, you're doing like a seven or six mile long run. And then the rest of, say you're running two other days, um, you do three miles, six, seven, eight, nine, and then you do, you know, um, let's say three more. So that's 12. That's just, you know, very basic. Just making sure that you have a day to build off of and you dedicate your time for it because you're going to be probably running up to three hours on your feet, which we'll get to later. Yeah, the long run. Who it's for? You marathoners. Now, what to do for it? This is a loaded question. So it's inevitable to be absolutely tired, mentally, physically exhausted. Um, That being said, for your long run, set yourself up for success. So 
given that you've already gotten the proper training shoes, you've gotten your running gait assessed, you've gotten yourself a coach or a training plan, an accountability group to train with, you have a day dedicated to practicing your mental strategy, your fueling strategy around your runs, not just during it. And you are staying so consistent and not worrying about the pace. For example, if you start with a 10-minute mile running three miles, you have a long run of six miles. How do you expect to hold that 10-minute mile for six miles? You probably won't at first, but over time, month over month, year over year, you'll begin to see that your long run, the pace and effort just inevitably becomes a little faster the more volume your body is able to endure while training for a marathon weekly. That's because if you're new to running and if you come to running later in life like myself and you could relate to this here, anything new to your body is a new stress that you add and you're going to adapt really quickly to it. So very similar to distance running, when you start doing it and you're consistent, you begin to see progress pretty quickly and it might be a good amount of progress because it's very new to you. And so it's really important to notice these things, write them down, be honest with yourself. And then when you start to kind of hit plateaus or if that happens, assess why that's happening. Are you ready for more mileage? Do you need to tack on some harder efforts or speed work? Are you ready to progress your long run? Your long run should not be progressed week over week. I believe in two building blocks, a peak week, taking your long run up one to two miles, depending on where you're at in your finish journey, and then having an entire recovery week, bringing all of the volume down for the weekly mileage and your long run mileage and a quality session or speed work if you have that in your training block. The long run is just about doing it. So when to do it, you have a day. What to do for it, you have a fueling strategy. Where it goes in your training run um, or your training program, usually it's on a Saturday or Sunday. I prefer Sundays because it mimics what you're going to have to go through when you're actually running a marathon. And while you get to that marathon start line injury-free, you could really bring yourself back to all of those thoughts you felt and all of the feelings you felt long run after long run build up after build up, month over month, so you could really confide and put trust into your training. Getting the experience and just knowing you could do it gives you the most confidence to endure the hurt of the marathon. And it's an experiment. That's what's so exciting about the ongoing journey. You are writing your own book. There is no formula to finish a marathon. There's no formula to get a certain time because you are different than your best friend and your best friend's different from you. So what works for someone, strategies, they might help you to progress, but to your best, you're going to need personalization because things like you might be someone who has dietary issues. You need to fuel your body quickly. You might need a little more strength at first to build up your muscles, your tendons, you know, to handle the pounding on the pavement that the long run brings and that you need to endure for it. 
your age might play a factor. And that does not mean that you need to run slower when you get older, because women are proving the opposite these days. Thanks to Kira D'Amato is one, Sarah Hall, Stephanie Bruce, um, all of them, Emily Sison, you name them. Um, it's just about making sure that as you age and as we go through life and we get jobs and we're a little bit more inactive, we incorporate cross training and things into our marathon training routine that allow us to stay active and keep building on our maximum oxygen that our muscles could use while running, otherwise known as our VO2 max. But not to get too sidetracked here, yes, long runs. So staying super consistent um, goes in the training run on Sundays or Saturdays, put it in. Now, why it's the most important training run in a marathon training program? Well, it mimics very, very closely to the amount of time you're going to be spending on your feet and what that feeling is going to feel like towards the end of these long runs as they get pretty long. So as you're doing that 15 to 17 to maybe 20 mile long run, you might not get there your first marathon build up. And that's okay. Because like I said, when you do something for the first time, 14 miles is going to feel like a marathon. And it, it is, it is, it's, a, it's over a half. Um, and it's not about the pacing, it's about finishing. So when you hit those roadblocks, and when you find those miles where you need to fuel your body so you don't hit a wall before you even feel like you need that fuel. All of that experimenting goes on during training. All of that figuring out when you need to dial it back to walk so that you could keep going for a little longer. That all happens during your training. It's all really, really important to note. It's really important to also train your mind to embrace uncertainties and there will be some bad runs, but not all of them will be bad. Um, it's also very important during your long runs to acknowledge if you're experiencing any Achilles pain, any pain, and you're doing your proper dynamic exercises and warm-up routines before your runs and stretches and foam rolling and whatever cool down you have after your runs to keep your body recovering quicker and your body less prone to injuries. I did speak to um, a sports specialist years ago, but this also just makes a little common sense to me, at least, to avoid injuries and overuse injury as your long runs progress. It might be very helpful to layer in some cross training just to get your your ligaments, your tendons, your bones, your body more used to the pounding over and over in that repetition on the pavement, ultimately for a marathon, but also training your running specific muscles to endure that kind of pounding, but also to be stronger, your hip flexors, your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes. These could be done with resistance bands, um, with specific motions, a knee drive, the paw back, all of which mimic proper running form and running technique. To prevent knee pain and just to prevent overall, you know, less joint pain while you're running, although your muscles might still be sore. So you might be tired doing the long run 
you might feel exhausted. Your legs might feel weird. Slow it down on your long run. Stay focused. It is exhausting. And it's time consuming, but you get euphoria at some point. And if you haven't gotten it yet, I'm excited for you to experience it. Just take every single longer run, foot after foot, breath after breath. You'll enter probably what I like to say a meditative state. It's almost like my mental therapy. I'm sure you could relate where you just have no distractions, no stress, and your mind's just able to run free after a certain amount of time. It's a runner's high. It's really, really great for mental health, and it could help you really push through those final miles of hurt come race day and crossing that 26.2 mile marker further, faster, injury free, marathon after marathon. So just forget about the pain, embrace the flow. The confidence of doing your long runs and building up over time, I recommend over a six-month training period for a marathon. That will give you the confidence to make the marathon happen because your body's evolving. You're letting all of these things fuel your motivation as you tick the days off your calendar on the wall as the marathon gets closer. So push your limits. One run, one run, one run after another and just stay consistent Fuel your body with the carbs and sugar it needs from fuels. I love you can. I love the super search steady releasing carbohydrate because there's really no spikes um, in sugar or in energy at all. It's just smooth sailing. Check out the link in the show notes and just make sure you're properly taking care of yourself. You're sleeping enough and you're giving yourself enough time to train. So the long run. Embrace the heavy legs. You're going to feel them, fuel during them, do these consistently and have a goal for each long run to fuel yourself mile by mile. Just remember that on race day, thousands of other runners trained and untrained are going to be enduring the same kind of hurt as you come mile 20. And that last 10K of a marathon, it's pain. It's painful, but your mind is stronger than you think. And bring yourself back on every single long run to set yourself up for that moment. Make no excuse. Push your body and your mind to go further, to not give up because you could easily do that, to endure the hurt, but not let it stop you. Fight through it, push through it, and make those mental breakthroughs and physical breakthroughs with your dedication and hard work to get your long runs done. You'll believe it once you see you could do it. and. The truth is we're only aware really of the fraction of things we're capable of. Our limitations are truly our minds. Would I believe that I could run a sub four hour marathon my first attempt? No, I wouldn't. But that's not what I was running for. I was running for me to compete against me to see what I was capable of when I self-doubted myself. Running allowed me to take leaps and move out of a career I was very upset in into helping runners run and live their best lives, running marathons. It allowed me to have confidence to change others' lives. Like I was able to change my own by inspiring myself by running my first race. Running just really teaches us that we don't even know we're capable of the things we're doing until we try doing them. So my takeaway message that I hope you bring with you after listening to this episode is 
do something that excites you, but that frightens you and that puts you out of your comfort zone. And of course, embrace your long runs, do them all, stay consistent. Not everyone's going to be perfect. Not one run defines you. It's all about the journey. Enjoy it all. If you have questions, you could reach out to me. All my contact info is in my show notes. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Don't forget to become a member on my website to get updates on my weekly new special episodes on the show, sharing fun running feats, training methodologies, and all things running related to help you keep your running fun. Reference the link in the show notes to become a member of the Run With Alley community so you can connect with other like-minded individuals who love running just as much as you do. Again, do not forget to subscribe to the show by clicking the follow plus button, Apple Podcasts, or subscribing on whichever platform you're listening to the show on. Please leave a review under the episode in whichever directory you're listening to the show in so I can better provide you with the top-notch content I strive to deliver you week in and week out. Thank you again for listening to Run With Allie Live. If you are looking for the perfect solution to finish your first marathon injury-free, even if you've tried to get in shape in the past and failed, sign up and get access to your free 24-week program now by clicking in the link in the show notes under this episode. Sign up now. All you need to submit is your email, and I'll see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to Run With Allie Live. See you next time.